0: Specifically, what is something that players will come to you about or come to you for advice on? What are some of the things that you would help them with?
1: My team and I really focus on three areas. Number 1 is what I would call the offensive coordination of their life and that's related to their finances. So, my team consists of two NFLPA registered player financial advisors were terrific guys and brilliant. So one guy helps players form a budget, form a plan to grow their assets, form a plan to get from age 21 or 25 or 27 all the way to 50, 60, 70 or beyond. And he's terrific. So we're helping them grow their money. The second guy helps protect. He's the defensive guru, the defensive coordinator. He's helping guys Make sure they're protected from a legal perspective, from an LLC perspective, if they have off-the-field income, from a insurance perspective, from a NFL benefits perspective. So he's outstanding. So we're helping protect guys. And then I'm sort of the special teams coordinator. I'm helping mentor guys on entrepreneurship, how to build a business, how to start a business, how to network, how to build a network, who to trust, what to to ask for. Today I had... Uh, two unique situations where one of our, our player clients came to me and asked if I could help him build his resume for a job. And I did. And another guy has me working to extend his charitable impact and reach. So there's a lot that we do. It's super encompassing and super broad. And that's why I said there's really no boilerplate job description.
0: One of the most interesting things I think about your job is the way that you're able to help guys with charities, nonprofits, philanthropy. So, if a player like, for example, Ray Lewis or some of the other guys that you've worked with comes to you and wants to give back to the community, what steps do you take and how do you help guide them through that process?
1: It's a great question. And there is a process. First of all, I often tell guys starting a charity is not a good idea there's 1.5 million uh maybe a little more nonprofits charities in the United States the US does not need more charities unless you're a very serious about it and committed and b believe that you're going to carry this thing out on a long-term mission you're not going to do it because you were a first round pick or a third round pick and you want to have 3 years that you want to hold you know dinner events don't do it for that reason. So we go through a process of determining what's your passion, what's your purpose, and what's your why. Why would you do this? You need a strong why. If you don't have a super strong why, then let's not start a charity. We can make an impact in the community. You don't need your own foundation. We can work with Boys and Girls Clubs. We can work with Juvenile Diabetes. We can work with a, a inner-city group that helps with after school programs, we can do that kind of stuff. So we've got to determine, first of all, is there a strong enough? Why is there a burning fire? Second of all, who do we want to put on the board? We've got to create a board that's powerful, a board that consists of people who have some influence and who can help us build the fundraising, help us build events and help us create something that's sustainable. Third thing is we got to create a technology presence. We need a social media presence. We need a, a website. So there's a lot of stuff, and there's different formats. Some players need a full-blown IRS 501C3. Other players don't, and they go to places like PPF, which is Players Philanthropy Fund, headed up by former Ravens kicker Matt Stover. And they can use uh, a fiscal sponsor, where they don't have to become a, a full-blown 501C3. and PPF is their 501c3. So there's a lot of different technical approaches. There's purpose approaches. There's a lot that goes into it. And I help take players sort of through that process.